Hello and welcome to the Say Yes Movement Podcast. Good morning, Heather. Good morning, John. I am coming from a whole new place today. Where I was just going to ask, you look different. You look like you're in a different spot today. Where are you coming from today? I am coming all the way from Round Rock, Texas. So Round me Rock. and my girlfriend are here for a conference and uh, we are broadcasting from my hotel room. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's funny. Both of us have been in Texas this year and I've never, ever been to Texas. So it was my first time. And now you're in Texas. There's something that's gravitating. There's something that's pulling us, it seems like, to Texas, right? It um, is. It is. So, so today is Celebration Friday. So we're going to talk about celebrations. And for those of you that are listening in, uh, we'd love to know what you're celebrating this week. So Heather, what are you celebrating this week? I am celebrating this week. I had uh, uh, the privilege to work with um, some amazing, smart, fantastic entrepreneurs. We had a mastermind and we actually are doing what I call a six week sprint. So every six weeks we come back to the table and we share how our goals are going and how we can help each other and you know that accountability format is just fantastic and you 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 know you don't spend enough time on your own business your own ideas but a dedicated time so that was really fantastic and then we went axe throwing and uh i was i would say i'd give myself a b plus for axe (laughs) right but uh you know what try new things and uh, see how you like it so those are sort of my two wins for the week and they were a little bit of fun and play and a little bit of work and and future planning yeah you yourself fun? no i love it i love it this week well two things one is just recovering from whatever i i'm, I'm going through on I, I went through on wednesday which is good like my voice is a little raspy but i'm, I'm on the mend so i'm happy about that I guess the second thing is in and around, like you said, just being part of a mastermind community where we get to touch base and connect with one another. I I think that's so important just to be able to celebrate those wins with others, right? Like there's so much power in being able to celebrate your wins and just Mm -hmm. knowing that there are people around you who want to see you succeed and want to see you move forward, you know, because Sometimes when you take whatever you're working on, whatever big vision you have for yourself, whether it's in your business or your personal not everybody's supportive or, you know, some people might be like, you know, what are you thinking? Like, maybe you like, so for example, mm-hmm. I heard this week from somebody, you know, maybe this Iron Man thing is not for you because it's like burning you out and it's pushing you too far. And I'm like, well, no, I don't think so. It's just, you know, this is a bit of a bump that I have to get through and then I just keep going. <laughs> so <Wow. laughs> I know was- this is, Probably somebody close to you too, because you're sick, so you're not seeing many people. And and I find often that sometimes the people close to us say those kinds of things that can be very very challenging for us to you know just think about like why are they saying that? And you know for me I I equate it that that we're changing, and so it's tough for them to change too, or they're trying to keep us safe, right? So yeah, you know, it's it's out of love or out of their belief systems, but not our belief system. So. It's really important when people say those things, you know, that's something about them, not necessarily something about you. And when we can sort of be Teflon and let that just fly off us, I think that's well, really so good. That's, so that's part of the celebration, right? Like not really attaching to that, not really trying to justify myself in all of it. Uh, I think the line I heard last week was, you know, people who've given up on their dreams will do a really good job of helping you give up on yours. And I'm like, wait a minute, I don't have to subscribe to that. No, I don't have to be a part of that, right? I unsubscribe. (laughs) 
tweeted in it. That's great. That's, you know, two things I say, either that's interesting. It's like, wow. Okay. <laughs> and I just kind of leave it there. And it's, it's typically, you know, just really dealing with whatever shows up because I think it depends on the connection that you have with that person. Right. And when that connection is mm -hmm. strong and that person wants to see you succeed in an amazing way. And sometimes strangers are the, strangers are the best people for that. Right. Well, like just yeah, no, just connecting with strangers because they don't they don't have a vision of who you are or who you've been. They just mm -hmm. know you in this moment. And when they know you in the moment, they don't know anything else about you. So you if you tell them this is why I love it when you know I was listening to a story this week about this kid who Lynn, the public speaker, the um the guy on Instagram that we both follow, I can't remember his last name. Uh, but he talked about how in school he was, you know, in, in his first school, he, he was really nerdy. He was quoted as the loser in school and things didn't change for him until he moved into a new school because that new school, nobody had any preconceptions of who he was. And he could be and whoever he, he wanted to be. And he, he, could, he could be whoever he wanted to be. And this is what I love about people who pivot and change careers or move organizations or move departments. You get to start all over again because nobody knows mm -hmm. you. Right. And you get to redefine who it is you want to be. And if somebody was, you know, if a group of people were holding you to a certain standard and it wasn't necessarily the standard that you wanted for yourself, by moving, it created a whole new standard for yourself. Mm -hmm. Right. I know you said you had an interesting story around connection, uh, I, I guess, this week that you, you had with connecting with people. I, I do. You know, I think it's really um it, for me, it's really important when I travel that, you know, as quick, I'm only here for a short period of time. So I want to know not what, you know, Expedia or what Google says I should go visit, but what do I need to know about the city? So, you know, getting curious and asking questions. And of course, your best person to do that is, is your Uber driver. <laughs> and, you know, so when we got into our first Uber to go, we, we said, okay, what, what can't we miss here? And what we learned is we cannot miss having a round rock donut and you can only get them in round rock which is where i am and it's a donut that's very very and so our uber driver talked about this donut for almost 40 minutes like who could talk about a donut for that long he told us about all the other donuts that he's tried in the world and how he him and his wife still think mm. that this is the best donut so of course i googled this donut and there's a recipe and there's it's hand rolled and then we get into the second uber driver for another location and so I'm like, I'm going to ask this guy about this donut thing. And I said, you know, because on the picture, it looks like Krispy Kreme. And he says, oh, no, no, no. Krispy Kreme, you can get everywhere. That's like McDonald's. The Round Rock Donut is only here. So like we have now put on our list that before we leave on Monday, we're going to swing by Round, Round, Round Rock Donuts and grab some to take home. So, you know, you never know. Like that's not on that's not on the top things to see in Round Rock. Uh, at all and then and then charles who was our second uber driver and by the way like it's really good that we know people's names and use it mm. and uh charles said oh you have to see the, the the bats the austin bats like what do you mean the austin bats so there's and this this actually is on google you um go to this bridge there it is the biggest a bat colony uh, in a urban environment. There's millions of them. They come out at sunset and they take about 45 minutes to all come out to go and do their bat things for the night. And there's a there's boat tours so that you can be on the water while this happens. 
there's bridge seats, there's like front row seats, like there's like a whole, there's a whole tra travel and tourism built around these bats. And so that's like fantastic. Now we're off season, so we won't be able to see the bats on this trip, but I mean, he was very wow. happy to tell us about these bats. So, you know, this is uh, just a, two amazing examples of get curious, ask questions, but ask people that, you know, they're, they're, they wouldn't be able to talk about their city with that much pride unless you get curious and ask those questions. Mm. And both of our drivers were quiet at first. And as soon as we asked them a couple of questions, they had tons of stories to tell us and you're in the car anyway. So let's, let's listen for a little while about what someone, what, how someone else lives. So it's, it's really awesome. No, I love it. I love it. And then, you know, and it's, it's a little gesture and I'm, I'm sure I know for sure, for sure, for sure that you made such an impression on that person that day. Right. And it wasn't even about, um, it wasn't even about you. It was just asking them what they liked, what they enjoyed, what they thought stood out for them. Right. Like it, it's, it's such an amazing thing when you get curious just around other people in terms of what they like and, and you know, what they see and what they would like the other world, the rest of the world to experience based on what they know of the world, right? Mm -hmm. but, you know, it, it's amazing what kind of connections you can create. And I'm sure he gave you the best service, right? When it came to, you know, making sure that you best got service, to gave us some restaurant recommendations, you know, all of the things that he's proud of. But we also got to talk about, you know, he's like, he was warning us for what the traffic was going to be like, because it, Round Rock seems to be attracting a lot of tech companies into the area. And so, you know, our, our, our traffic has changed since these tech companies have come in because they work strange hours. They work till like two o'clock in the afternoon and then they're off. And, and so, you know, we got to also learn about the changes that he's seen over the last 10 years and, and really good changes. And then some not so good changes too, that, that, that come with, you know, uh, urban growth when the town isn't ready for it. But all of this is, you know, his experience in life, which, which you can't read that. You can't, you can't see that. And, you know, you don't have to wait till you're traveling to be curious. You know, you can, you can do this with your team. You can do this with your loved ones. And you just got to have questions that evoke creativity in answering them. You know, the questions like, you know, John, like you've got some great questions, but, you know, questions like, you know, what, what's made your week the best this week? And, or I think you have a better one, but what's you know, a, like, like, let's, yeah, give it to us. Yeah. What's the best part of your week so far? Right. What's the best part of your week so far? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I just wanted to say good morning, good Jin. Thank you for, for jumping in. Uh, we're talking about, we, we just covered celebrations, good Jin. So if you want to put your celebration in the, in the comments, I would love to know what you're celebrating this week, but we're talking about connection today, right? Really around how to, how to make connections. So that's one of my questions. So what, you know, what two or three questions did you ask when you were in your Uber ride to the driver to get him to, to elicit even more? Because sometimes I find, you know, being in a vehicle with somebody for the first time, it can be a little awkward or a little, you know, there's, there's silence that kind of enshrouds in, in the car. Um, but what are the two or three questions that you asked to open it up? Well, you know, I, I know that already on the app, we see their name, but I always ask their name, right? And, and that way that you're not just kind of being uh, just using it so you know get in the car and you know hello and and I share my name right it's Heather of course hopefully because I'm in that I'm in the right uber driver and then my girlfriend and we're from Toronto and we're so happy to be here what's your name and so the tone ality is not you know I want to know because I'm 
going to complain about you, but I want to know because you're a human being and you're, you're getting us from point A to point B. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, Hey, we don't know. We, we know where we're staying, but we don't know what's around there. So, you know, and then he's looking up and seeing, he's like, Oh, you're in round rock. This is where I grew up. So now we know even a little bit about him just because of that. And then it's all right. We're here for four days. We're going to be at this conference. If there's one thing that we can't miss while we're here, what is it? And mm. that's where the donuts came out. <laughs> and so, you know, the, like, and, and it's really just that simple as, you know, what's one thing that we can't miss here? And, and not like what, because if you ask this, what should we see while we're here? It's a little bit softer and a little bit different. And you might get like the list of tour things to see. But when you say what's one, one thing that I cannot miss, it's forcing the person to choose the one that is the most unique, the most authentic and the most of that place. So he chose donuts and, you know, we could ask right. everyone that question and I don't think donuts would be the answer, but it was his answer. And, and so we're, we're getting donuts. So that's All on right. the list now. It's a must you're do. Making, you're making me hungry for a donut for some reason. I don't know. I'm not even a donut person. So <laughs> yeah, but that's the other, like, that's another question that I used to ask ask in the, in the corporate world, you know, I would do town halls with frontline agents that were talking to our customers all the time. They were the ones that had all the answers for what problems we need to solve first. And so when I would talk to them in smaller groups, what I would say to them is, if you were me, if you were in my shoes, what's the one thing that you have to fix immediately? And that limited the ability for them to give me all the problems because I couldn't fix them all at the same time, but they would give me the most important one to them. And if there's 15 people in the room and, you know, they, they, they start to agree, what bubbles up after I do a few of these town halls is the top five. And so I would easily be able to distill the top five problems that our customers are facing and that our frontline are facing by that question. But I had, if I would have just asked, Hey, what's not working? Oh, my, I would have just had a tsunami of information coming at me that then what do I do with and how do I know what's most important? What I said is, if you were me, what is the one thing that you would fix right now? Like it has to be done. That changed the way the town hall went and it changed the way the feedback came and how quickly I was able to get information from large amounts of people. And believe me, the top five bubble up really, really quickly. So think about that how do you ask questions that are very very clear and are clear in what you're looking for so that the answer is also clear in what you're looking for yeah no i love it i love the clarity and, and just the question right and like what's the one thing that you would fix right now right like yeah. that just it just makes it very poignant very clear i just want to take a second gujin celebrating making a bold decision he'll share more about Ooh. it later that's awesome i love it Way to go! I, I love I love the description. It's not I made a decision. I made a bold decision. That is like bold you got to pull your shoulders back and sit up straight when you're like making a bold decision. <laughs> like that's awesome, Gendry. Yeah, yeah. I almost feel like he's wearing a cape. He's like, I did that. You know, like oh yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. That's the visual that I'm getting in my mind. But I I, I love you know. Creating connection. This is one thing that people are craving right now, right? And this is, and, and some people, and I know at moments I feel lost. Like, how do I create a connect? I, like, I'll be in a room. I'm like, okay, so what do I need to do to make a connection with somebody? And just being genuinely interested in mm -hmm. them and just being open and curious, right? Like if we were just, you know, to do that with the people around us. So today, so that sounds like the action for today, right? 
So whether you're with family, yeah, whether yes. you're in an office environment, even if you're at a Starbucks or a coffee shop or wherever you are today, can you take a second to just be, you know, seriously, genuinely curious around one person, right? So it could be the barista that's serving you the coffee, uh, whatever that is, you know, could you make a connection? So that I'm going to put that challenge out there today because I think it's so important for us to get into the habit. Months ago, I went to a workshop where uh, the gentleman who was conducting the workshop training, he said, you know, try to find one to two things or three things that you have in common with that person. And, you know, for, for a week after the workshop, of course, you know, I went around like, okay, so what do I have in common with you and with you and with you? And it's amazing what shows up because we're all interconnected, right? Yes. One of the other yes. things I've been one of the other things I've been reading about this week is the twelve universal laws. And if you're not familiar with it, I'd invite you to go check it out. But one of the things, one of the one of the twelve universal laws is that we're all interconnected with one another, right? So that means we have something in common with everybody, regardless of race, regardless of religion, regardless regardless of cultural background. We're all connected. We all have a connection somewhere. So I'm yeah. going to invite you to think about that today. Who, who in your sphere, in your realm, I know you're going to be at a conference, Heather, so this is going to be amazing because I'm, I'm looking forward to all the stories on Monday around, you know, all the people that you're going to be connecting with and just finding and understanding what those connections, those commonalities are. Because I think that creates even a stronger yeah, connection, it, right? I've got it easy because I'm going to a conference, but uh, <laughs> but this is easy for anyone that puts their mind in. and just make eye contact with someone. Mm. Just that eye contact and a head nod tells them that they're seen and heard and people need that so much today. They need it every day, but just make someone feel seen and heard. Those are the two gifts that you get to give out to the universe. Yeah. Well, and we shared in one of our other, in one of our other talks, we talked about which eye to look into if you want to create mm -hmm. a safe connection, right? Just looking at somebody straight in the eyes makes them feel really uncomfortable and very awkward and very weird. Um, but when you look at the person's right eye, right eye, right eye, this is my right eye. Look at the right eye, yes. <laughs> When you look at the right eye, it actually creates a sense. It, it, it actually triggers something in the brain to, to give you the impression that that person feels safe to you. It's, yeah. it's one of the things that we learn and teach inside of our NLP work. Uh, but when you use just looking into this one eye, so try this today, right? As you're making connections, mm. as you're asking the questions, look into the right eye, right? Because it's going to look like you're looking at both their eyes, depending on how close you're standing to them. Uh, but look into their eye and see what shows up for you. Because even you're going to feel more confident, more, and you're going to feel more confident. You're going to feel empowered. You're going to feel safe too as you're having that conversation with them. It becomes a two-way yeah. back and forth. So yeah, I love it. I like. So this is going to be your your testing ground this weekend, Heather. You're going to be in Austin, Round Rock, Texas, or Round Rock, Texas. Round Rock, having Texas. eating donuts on your way out. Um, but really making yes. connection with some really amazing people. It's, it's such a, yes. it's such a cool thing, but you don't have to be at a conference to do that. Right. Like just no. even connecting with the people that live in your neighborhood, the people that work in your local grocery store, whatever that is, our invitation for you today is just to go and try it and see what shows up for you and then come back on Monday and let us know how that went. Right. Cause we're, I know Heather, you're going to be sharing experiences about that. And I'm going to go do that. Well, and you're at a conference this weekend, too. It's a virtual one, but you yes. have to try it on the virtual side. So we're <laughs> going to have tons to share next week for everything that we've learned and everything that we've gone. But I think it's time, John. We've got to close it up.
Yeah, no, it's, uh, I can't believe 20 minutes fly goes by so quick. So anyways, thank you everybody for showing up. And remember, when you shift your mindset, you shift your life. And that's what the Say Yes Movement's all about. All right, everyone, have a great day. Take care. Bye, everyone.